The following episode is brought to you today by Pluto, who unfortunately won't see another Earthling object ever. I'm sorry, Pluto. If these policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is July 14th. Oh, went too low. It is July 14th, and welcome to episode number 84 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the you in color commentary. I am Paul Swickard. Joining me is Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. Hello, how are you? See, I got all musical, and now you got all musical. I didn't even realize it, what <laughs> I was doing, until it was too late. Right? Yeah. It's it's spreading. It's, or my wife has way too much influence on how I speak. Yeah? Does your... Very why, why is it every time I record that dog's got to use that squeaky toy? Because <laughs> he's like, I want to be heard. I want to be heard, Master Ryan. You don't listen to me. No. I am so... Hear me roar. The dogs. Hear me squeak, says Zoe. Yeah, no, it won't be a problem. Top men are on it. Top men. Zoe won't be a problem? No. Top men. You didn't grout? Hmm? (laughs) Are are you going to take care of the problem in quotes? Yeah. You just just hold the fort. I'll, I'll be right... No, I'm just joking. The dog will be going to sleep in no time. That I think. would get some publicity. You know that, right? I would like never do that. Go, I, right, I, no, look, hear me out. Okay. If you were to just stop, continue to record, and you just recorded your, you murdering your dog in oh, the background. That's terrible. I know. Hear me I out. Nev- what, I, aren't you done? Where? How does the it get? Most, no. The most downloaded episode ever. Any show. I'm going to yeah. go out there. Any show. I mean, it worked out for the U.S. Army, right? Like when they did it. it. You get it downloaded enough, and uh, they, you know, enough people might complain to your hosting company, and they might have to take it. And then, like DC, like three months later, we just like, nope, was was a joke. Zoe's alive and well, and she she has long hair now, for some reason. I guess that's true. People would assume it's a fake, and then like post pictures of you on Instagram with blood and fur all over you gross <laughs> this is a dark <laughs> conversation this, this is going this is going a lot darker than i thought for, Ryan. Yeah, for the record everybody i love 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 my dog zoe she's adorable right. i don't care what people Just say in case anybody had any confusion that ryan was like two steps away from like killing the dog on the air yeah, no <laughs> I love that you felt the need to clarify that. Ryan, I'm going to get right to it. You have news. Yeah. This is the first uh, this is the first podcast of the of yeah. the big 3 that I do that that I've recorded that so listeners of this fine podcast would would probably be interested to know that uh my wife and I are expecting a child in January 2016. What? Yeah, it's happening. How in the hell did she talk you into that? <laughs> I don't know. I, it, you know, it's just 
it's something that happens, right? Like, uh, you know, we don't need to get it. We don't need to, the, the nitty gritty details, but we well, no, it's a planned oh, thing. We, we, you wanted to have the sexy time. And so now you got the responsibility. So good on you. Yeah, this is, uh, we are recording late. So I guess this is sleeping with the elephant after dark. Uh, <laughs> but that. yeah, dark the elephant edition. And, and right. it'll come up. Maybe how many, how many times? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> there's no, there's no good way. This is, there's this going anywhere good. Yes. No, no, no. It's funny when, when you, when you talk about that, like it's exciting to tell people that you're, you're pregnant and then, uh, someone always in the room has to sort of like take that opportunity to put, to make, you know, to explain to everybody where babies come from by making an, an odd remark. And, uh, it's, it's happened every, every time. Yeah. It happened every time I've told a group of people and the most recent one coming from my (laughs) father-in-law, which is always (laughs) weird. (laughs) It's like, that's your daughter, dude. Like, what are you doing? What did he say? Uh, I have to know. You set this up. The, the odd, what did he say? I, I'm trying to remember exactly, but like most of the time, the remark is, "Well, I guess you know what they were doing three months ago." <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. No, I know it's not. It's not. And again, it's not a big deal. But I just, I think, I find it funny. That, it, but in all fairness, that's way more than my in-laws can handle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like me, even like insinuating that would be enough to like completely make her father and mother very uncomfortable yeah there was another joke about a transfer but we won't go there that was that was even worse but uh that was probably the worst one what's going on Hmm? what's what's up with the transfers what's what's up no that was along the same lines as making comment about the sexy times (laughs) okay what was it no, no, no! I just said it. I don't. You want me to say the joke again? Oh, it was not the same joke. No, yeah, like the joke was. Well, I know what you were transferring. Anyways, it's bad. Let's not talk about this anymore. But anyways, yeah, no, make you uncomfortable. Yes, it, it is making me uncomfortable. But anyways, this is something that will obviously like our lives are often injected into the podcast we record, so it will come up. And obviously, Paul has already gone through all this, having a a lovely child already. Who is super awesome, uh, and that comes up on occasion too. So, <laughs> anyways, yeah. Like, uh, but if you are interested in what we're doing, I, Ashley and I have re-resurrected our podcast. So I married a podcaster. Now in season two for for our uh, our adventure towards kid. Uh, so you can check that out at ryanandashley.ca. We've just posted one episode, but we've been having a lot of fun with it. And of course, we're going to do the same thing we did with the wedding, where we record semi-regular episodes, keeping people up to date on what we're doing. And, and Ashley's doing great. She's had no issues. She's a little more tired than usual, but she loves to nap. So nap is what well, she, she does. Have, she does have a parasite. True. Yes, there is something inside her, feeding off of her. I guess. Yeah. That is the definition of a parasite. Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> I have pretty fast Google. Well, very I, I, naturally, I am quite thrilled for you both, and you will have a, a hell of a time. And yeah. good luck, and all that good stuff. Thanks, I, man. Pub, I, I guess publicly, good job. Yeah. Yes. It's not going past the goalie, and uh, that's that's it. 
See, everybody's every time I tell someone, there's some sort of awkward exchange. You had to sneak oh, it in. Got it. You, it's you, you, you asked for it. You I know. Put your life on the internet. Oh yeah, I don't mind. This is <laughs> this is easy stuff. I like. Uh, yeah, I'm just I, I'm looking forward to the point when everybody knows, and it's not like oh, my, 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 I heard the blast. So I'm I'm hoping that we get there when soon. Kiddo, do. Uh, late January 2016. All right. Yeah. I And I'm going to speak from a bit of personal experience here. Do not have the child anywhere close, as as far away as possible from Christmas. Well, I will do my best, but I'm pretty sure it'll be end of January, so it'll be about a month out, which should right. be fine, right? Like, that, would, that, that'll be fine. We're talking that'll about like good. a week? Like, uh, no. no, no, no. You're talking at least a fortnight, two weeks. Right. At least that. Okay? Otherwise, your child will be forever scarred and uh, unhappy. Some people do, like, the half-birthday thing where they just shift celebrations to the six-month mark in June. Right? I've heard that. All I need to do, really, is just shift my birthday on Skype, and that'll be enough to get <laughs> to get some attention. Do it. Well, when, when are you uh, – when's your birthday? December 23rd. Oh wow, that's that is. Yeah. yeah, that's some dark business right there. Skidding the line there. Well, yeah. that's unfortunate. <laughs> well, yeah. It's... And I already <laughs> missed your half birthday. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. Would have been well, all this given. Good. <laughs> also, and I feel a little bit bad because this news, you know, not to say anything negative, kind of dwarfs. <laughs> it kind of dwarfs Joss's birthday, but happy birthday to Jocelyn. You're yes. you're co-host and champion happy birthday jocelyn wish her a happy birthday if you haven't already at gis gamer um or i guess a belated birthday because this will not be going up before midnight tonight but she is currently celebrating playing smite uh go follow her on twitch twitch.tv slash gis gamer the celebratory smitten smoke smite smited anyway moving on wine and smite uh, a few big things happened. <laughs> one of the things, really, like, it, yeah. And then why isn't it in the notes? Because I th- I see two, one small thing and one this hap- This has been a long time coming thing. Um. Well, yeah. That's a, that's pretty historic. Yeah. Um. And the other big thing that at least I was thinking of was not like has nothing to do with. Well, I guess it does have a little bit to do with the USA because you're. You guys, everybody else is watching Pluto on our dime. Just saying. We all know what Pluto looks like because of the U.S. This is literally the first time I'm uttering those words. Really? I don't even know if it's necessarily true. You just can't let the world have anything, can you guys? I know, right? <laughs> I wonder if we could make some sort of some sort of program in which we have to start charging people from out of the countries to view Pluto. I see. Work. Anyway, uh, yeah, it, like, okay, so do uh, you want to start off with the super big thing or the what small thing that's going on? Why don't we get this little small thing out of the way? Which, by the way, incidentally, is from Canada. Go. Uh, lost. I lost my mic. I'm back. Um, yeah, this small thing from Canada. People in Toronto have created a memorial to a dead raccoon after the city forgot to pick it up using the hashtag 
Dead Raccoon T.O. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. C- the city forgot to pick it up? So basically what happened, Thursday morning a citizen oh, tweeted... God. At, what? There's a picture of the raccoon just lying there. Yeah. It has, like, a note on it. <laughs> yeah. That's, t- that's really morbid. Well, some people just... Some people <laughs> have... A- Okay, let me paint you a picture here, folks. Uh, that raccoon is lying on its back, spread eagle, and its head is tilted backwards. Its tongue is lying out on the ground, and there's a little post-it note on it. <laughs> Rest, dear I- raccoon. Help is on the way from the city. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> me? I didn't do it. If I had, I would have been like all over this, but it's funny because basically how it and went down is you... a rose on it. A someone literally put a flower in one of its paws, and it has a memorial picture ne- right next to the dead raccoon lying on the street. You guys are so bored. What is going? <laughs> Why? Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, so, so how it goes is, I guess, early in the morning. They they reported it to the city, and the city's like, "Oh yeah, thanks for letting us know. This was reported a while ago, uh, just a while ago. So we'll uh, we'll let animal services know." And then about six to seven hours later, like you said, like Paul had said, there was an expansion of what was left. And obviously, the note was like a ha ha tongue and you know tongue and cheek kind of thing. But the the rose and the especially the picture frame, like the rose, could be like. Here you go, honey. Uh, happy anniversary. And then you walk by. It's like, oh, what's this? Oh, a funny note. Oh, wouldn't it be funny if we just let? We're just gonna put this rose in water, and then it'll die a week later. Why don't we leave it here as a joke with this raccoon? You know, rest your raccoon. That'll be funny, right? And then the girlfriend slapped him, and then someone came back with a rose because no, I'm not putting a rose in my raccoon. But the picture frame, the framed raccoon picture is pretty, pretty, pretty crazy. And uh, more and more flowers. Yeah. Like candles. And someone put a cigarette in its paw. Oh, wow. It was there that... Oh, you're right. Oh, wow. <laughs> I keep scrolling. Uh, and, and by the way, notice this raccoon is getting continually more bloated. Yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you like to know why that is? Decomposition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and wrong. it's pretty crazy, but... Uh, People start, like, city councilors start and get into it, and the city of Toronto is like, this is gross. This is very disrespectful. People need to you need to stop doing this. And uh, It's not that it's disrespectful to a raccoon. Yeah, that's what the city's I- saying. And then uh, it kept it's going. Just, like, people are saying it's disrespectful, uh, sick, funny. Like, people are, and it just keeps, wow, I'm, I'm still going. They still didn't pick it up. <laughs> And then no. someone put someone put a donation box appeared to help give the little fella a proper burial. <laughs> oh and, my god! Yeah, and then finally right, at eleven p.m. There are two big he, things in the world right now. Yeah, he was taken away at eleven p.m. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, they have lit candles and things surrounding it, and uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty nuts. <laughs> I don't know. That- you guys are, I'll say it again, you guys are bored. Well, what are yeah. you doing? Well, actually, it's funny you mention that because in Toronto right now, the Pan Am Games are going on, which is a worldwide event. I think it's it, sort of like 
the Olympics. Hmm? The Pan-Am Games are like the Olympics. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. Uh, but I think it's like a similar thing to to the Olympics in that it is a, a world gathering for people to play different types of sports. Um, right okay. now, yeah, it's, oh, it's worldwide. So right now Canada seems to be leading uh, ahead of the United States in medal count by only by four. So we can do better than that. But yeah, it's happening in Toronto. So you, you say that Toronto sounds bored, but they have a major sporting event going on. So... Uh, maybe, maybe they're just great multitaskers. I don't know. Bored? Maybe they're bored. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll tell you maybe. what happened in Los Angeles. Not a damn thing. To a raccoon? Yeah. Well, people were responding with, with other times. This is obviously not the first time this has happened, but there was like a deer one. And I think some of them were from the States. So there was a deer one. And, and again, it, it is something that I, I probably wouldn't do it because, ooh, gross uh, animal dead on the side of the street. Let's get this thing cleaned up. It is a little disrespectful, but for a raccoon, you can kind of be like, I don't know. I'm all for, you know, okay. Against, okay. Okay. I, I don't like animal cruelty, but you know what I mean? It kind of okay. feels a little icky. Yes. Okay, fine. I need to know what you mean by disrespectful. How how can – okay. <laughs> I was going to ask – how can you disres- disrespect a raccoon? Is this it? Is this the line? <laughs> I don't know. It just feels a little disrespectful, like you're mocking the dead raccoon. But I think more so you're mocking the lack of service that the city is providing. I mean, I know a dead raccoon on the side of the street isn't their biggest concern in terms of cleaning up Toronto, it's- believe me. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. I don't know. I I, 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 I got to play devil's advocate. No, in all honesty, I hear what you're saying. I just think I think it's super morbid and simultaneously hilarious. Yeah. And well, yes. And my wife made the joke: if this were to happen, we would Los Angeles would have the raccoon stuffed and put in some sort of weird LA County Fair thing, and being pro, being paraded around as quote unquote wildlife. Yeah. That's what happened. Really? <laughs> oh, dude, you should see. I, I don't know what kind of fairs you guys have. Like, do you guys you guys have like a local like sort of thing, right? Like some sort of local get together where you have carnival rides and food and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would just. Yeah. No. Uh, what a can? What does Canada have? Moose? I don't know. But anyway. like in terms of pests, no raccoons and skunks are two big ones. Well, no, I, that's not what I meant. No. Uh, my point is, is that you go to the L.A. County Fair and, you know, you have all the normal stuff, but the the wildlife is particularly depressing because the there's just so many things that they could potentially put out there. And they put out like all the just really just kind of generic stuff, like the boilerplate nonsense, like cows or chickens or really? goats yeah it's not like there's nothing special about it and honestly honest to god i've never been to a quote-unquote real fair with like real things like mm-hmm. you know real actual wildlife so i couldn't say but i all i heard from my wife was in at the la county fair was this is the saddest petting zoo i've ever seen because they had a raccoon 
Because, well, they had a raccoon. There were like ducks, or you know, just not just really just silly things. Silly. Th- they, it seems like they could. They tried to grab whatever they could find outside. Well, okay, yeah, we don't have raccoons. They are considered common pests. They don't have raccoons. Yeah, in, like in we don't have any raccoons. Period. So we that's some... like a that's like an exotic animal for you, right? Yeah, that's that was well, yes, that was the joke. But go on. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, they are they are a dime a dozen here, and they are annoying. We, we it's funny in Canada we have actually designed specifically designed, and this might not be a Canadian thing. This might be in the states as well. It's just kind of moved up here, but. Uh, especially in Toronto, they're having they were having issues with the uh, with raccoons, and they've actually designed specific types of garbage and recycling bins to make sure that animals they're tip proof and unopenable by the very handy uh, uh, raccoon. You know, they can get into a lot of things, and yeah. uh, jars are one of them. So you got to be careful with those bad boys, and and that's maybe that's maybe where the 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 reaction to this dead raccoon may be seen as hippie-ish because most people don't like raccoons. As as cute as they are, they are vicious little buggers. No, I'm sure. And I'm not talking about all of California. California is a pretty big state anyway. I'm like, but in L.A. proper, for sure, there you just don't see them. They're not there. <laughs> yeah, well, good. that's good. You don't want them because they are kind of terrible. Yeah, well, there's... There's very little of anything there that isn't like a human <laughs> or possibly a bird mm-hmm. and stray cats. Oh, and, and definitely basically stray animals that were abandoned at one point. This is getting sad. Anywho, moving on. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's next? The big right. one. This right. is the big one. Let's, let's get to the big one. We spent and 15 I, minutes on a dead raccoon. This is better be bigger than that. <laughs> I only bring this up not because I wanted to get into a discussion about racism or anything of the like. I bring this up because it occurs to me that you might not know what a Confederate flag is. Uh, you, I've seen Dukes of Hazards. Let's <laughs> Okay, fair, accurate. That is exactly like that's a you know, shot for shot remake of how the Confederate flag came I, to be. I know of it. Like obviously it's a thing that exists and and sometimes in past years, I've seen uh, people. You'd be able to buy it. I remember when I kid, when I was a kid, you could buy it on things. And to me, it was always that's that Dukes of Hazard thing, like that nobody really pays attention to anymore as a as a as a symbol. It always felt like an out of favor type symbol when I was a kid. And and now realizing all this stuff that's gone down, I had no idea that it was it was still flown and still sort of heralded i thought it was a and i'm gonna put it out there as a canadian and someone who who is not very steeped in in that sort of culture with the confederate flag and whatnot i just assumed it was like a novelty thing and it was a thing that people had on like post-it notes and and maybe posters you know i didn't realize it was this big big thing some actually took it seriously yeah yes yeah exactly that some people took it seriously because knowing what it what it is it's basically the the south flag right that's what it is yeah okay so there that's more actually than what i thought you knew (laughs) oh no thank you (laughs) never underestimate the amount of knowledge that i happened to google before we started the show no i'm just joking and that i did know that stuff i did know that stuff (laughs) no okay so yeah basically it's the flag that the south flew with the civil war 
and the South was predominantly pro, at least pro racism. No, pro pro slavery. Oh, I know. I'm just joking. So Um, (laughs) that's terrible. Yeah, it was more. I mean, it was phrased all kinds of ways as a moral thing, as an economic thing, blah, 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 blah. But to some, it was and still is a historical representative of some sort of, you know, some sort of icon, some sort of thing that people liked, you know. And it's still a thing, mostly in southern states in, you know, in the United States. Right. Mostly, now that I I say that, even mostly east. So, okay. Mostly. Uh, You know, the Texas gets thrown in there, too. But they, they, they're almost a different breed. <laughs> yeah, they're their own state, right? Or their own, yeah. sorry, country. <laughs> they like to think some would certainly like that to be. But anyway, yeah. So, it, it, so where I'm from, in like pretty much every other state I've been to, like any northern, like you know, Oregon, Washington, even Nevada or like Minnesota, it's just not a thing. It's doesn't it doesn't really exist. Like some people might have like a, a T-shirt or something like that. Yeah, a novelty item. Kind of, but to many, it is still a symbol of, as you say, racism. Right. So, basically, and the re- and the reason this has been so much in the news lately is because South Carolina removed the flag through uh, through you know through the normal channels through legal channels saying that they shouldn't have it on any state-owned property anymore. Mm-hmm. And to many, that was a huge victory. Like, if you go, I'd encourage people to go and watch the video as they took it down. Because, I mean, people were super hyped on it. Like, they, uh, they thought it was rad. But, uh, you know, and inversely, you had a bunch of people who thought it was a quote-unquote very sad day. Hi, you know what? I, I, this is what I don't understand. Like, why keep a symbol... That is, that represents literally the the division of your country. Like over two hundred years ago, there was this great divide in your in your country. Uh, I'm sure I'm getting the timing wrong, but the point of the matter is, like there was this great divide, and and there's two symbols. There's the north and the south. I don't know. Did the north have a different flag? That's a good question. As you say that, I'm actually not sure. I don't think it's a, a it's definitely not a widespread thing. You know what I mean? I'm sure they had some sort of flag. I'm, sure. I'm just curious. Like, kind of makes my point mute. If like the well, obviously the North had you know they won and they prospered and they had the moral high ground. I suppose uh, all all I know of the conflict is it was. It's pretty much representative. I, I should have known this. Duh. It's more or less representative of what our flag looks like today. Okay. So so but but in terms of the conflict, it was it was a. It was a good versus bad type scenario where there was, um, right? Or was it just, it wasn't strictly slavery? No, it was not. Okay. Uh, that was a big thing. And it's kind of been bastardized a little bit over the years. Sure. Like it's, but it wasn't simply that. No, it, I didn't think it would be. But it was more of an economic thing. You know what I mean? Like, sure. And, yeah. So anyway. One of them wanted to tax and the other one probably didn't or something stupid like there that. Were, and it, there were many factors, sure. but it it, you know, it is definitely seen as a 
is a slavery slash racism issue. Yeah. So, anyways, like, why even even if even if you take out the the negative connotations of of that flag, why keep a symbol around that that that's the question that is, right? is for division, right? It's about North versus South. It's about these two symbols of the United States of America flag and the Confederate flag. Like that is. To me, that is just—it's bonkers, right? Like, why, why, why keep your country one foot forward and one foot back? It just so this is a great step in that a lot of these states uh, are are recognizing, and I think that's where it starts, right? Having these these states that once flown the flag and saying, like, look, we we're making a conscious decision here to to move forward, and I think that's the first step. Like, you're not going to get the crazies, you know. It might take a generation or two for people to to really come around on, on, on you know, if you're good old Pappy, Pappy would say like, <laughs> oh, you know, this Confederate flag is really cool, uh, uh, son, you should fly it. And, and that's all the guy grew up with. And it's like, yeah, maybe I guess I will. But then he realizes that his state is starting to take these flags down and people are starting to be more aware of, of the, the, the racism of this flag. And they're like, oh yeah, maybe Pappy, maybe in his generation it was fine, but Pappy ain't around anymore, so maybe I will not do this anymore. You know, I think that might be what's happening right now. You think? I think. I hope. I mean, I I feel yeah, like uh, you don't want any more of these Confederate flags to pop up. I mean, it's funny it how continue to exist for a while yet. Yeah, it will be, and it won't. It won't be. It won't go away. But the more news like this that comes out of of the Confederate flag being removed will cause people in general public to to realize that this is a it's not a good symbol to to have around and uh, you know people will, will start to have that opinion of whoop, of uh you know when i walk around up here and i see someone with a confederate flag on the back of their and this happens up here in canada where people have trucks and it's a symbol of like country music and and being a being wait, being a wrangler or whatever trucks. i don't know just trucks yeah, I've seen it on the back of trucks while I'm walking to work and stuff. People oh, okay. I thought you were just talking about trucks, like just trucks, any old truck. Some people's trucks. Like I think it's a personal touch that people put on there. It's like a Confederate flag. <laughs> sure. No, that's not what I meant. Never mind. Go ahead. I don't know what you meant. Like you, just... It sounded like you guys, you guys being Canadians, were making a broad generalization about trucks themselves. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> just some trucks some in very ill-advised trucks it's uh you know i see it up here all the time as, as a novelty item and i think people just associate it with like country music and some, some people, some people. Do. yeah I, no, I, I, yeah and i get that i it, it's i don't i really can't offer an informed opinion because i really don't know what like a very good rate rationalization as to why someone would want a confederate flag anywhere yeah like like the anyone who still, well, I shouldn't say that. It is associated today mostly with like white power groups, you know, like the KKK or whatever. Sure. And that's what it represents to a lot of people, and that's what they like to use. They themselves use it, so whatever, right? Like, I, hey, <laughs> I guess that works for them. I don't know. I just I I feel like stuff like this. This is good news of it of people taking it down and realizing that hey, this is 
This is a symbol people use for hate, so maybe we shouldn't have it flying over our state buildings. Like, I feel like that's a great reaction, and um, it totally. should have happened sooner. Like, I remember um, Dukes of Hazzard's obviously up here is, a, is one of the key um, sort of uh, media things that, that carried the symbol, because obviously we're not, we're not, Canada's not in the south, we're in the far north, and the only sort of interaction we have with the confederate flag is through this novelty stuff and and, and uh, uh dukes of hazards and then they've released that movie and i remember it was more they, they were in the south but they and they had the general lee but i guess they took it in for repairs and then when they they took it in for repairs of like some dude who was like far south and when they brought it out of the shop they he had painted a giant confederate flag on the top and both the dukes are like oh man we are gonna get shot going through town with this and I thought that was a, a really cool way of, like, updating. The, and this was a movie in the early 2000s, and I don't often give credit to these types of movies, but I thought that was a really cool touch of them to, to do that. And I'm sure it pissed off a lot of people, right? Sure. And this was years ago, right? And, uh, I have no idea if it pissed off people. I probably didn't. I mean, this is like, and this was the actual story that I was bringing to the table is Mm. there was a South Carolinian, South Carolinian pastor who put in his two cents, basically thinking that it was, they did the right thing. And this was a step toward reconciliation. And then, you know, as you might expect a portion of the, of that congregation, you know, they start throwing around words like, you know, Yankee, which is another word for like the North or, you know, and then naive and pathetic, all that stuff. You know, it, it, as, as unfortunate as those reactions are, it's nice to have a story involving a pastor uh, that it's not a crazy person. Like this guy. That's, that, yeah. that it was unique to me, too. I was like, oh, hey, here's a story about somebody actually saying something that was probably you know antithetical to what a lot of people think down there Mm -hmm. but they he did it anyway and i found that interesting yeah i mean you know it's funny uh that it's nice to see a a religious person preaching good and and making and saying something that should make people happy and, and and promote good feelings right like and it's it's always one or the other it's always the pastor saying something stupid or the pastor saying something smart and having his congregation saying he's saying something stupid. Like it's, you can't win, unfortunately, with uh, with human beings. They just they, the opinions vary so much, and I'm sure like it, it goes further in the article saying that he did kind of go forward in in backing up his comments, and he has gotten a lot of positive feedback. But of course, the negative uh, minority here uh, shines through, and hopefully he. He sticks to his guns on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I I would assume. I think. I, I don't see why he would. You know. Like I feel like he kind of already put himself out there. He's like I you know. Probably shouldn't. I wouldn't want him to backpedal. That's for sure. Even yeah. if I. Yeah. Anyway. I mean like let's let's put it this way. The only reason the Confederate flag should ever really be. Uh, uh, brought up or. Or sort of. Uh, used is in a historical context like look at look at what germany has done with the nazi flag right it's i don't think you go that far and you wipe you just get rid of it but um 
I yeah. think I think you kind of take the best of both worlds, where you don't you don't fly it, you don't you don't you know throw it out there as this you know novelty item. You acknowledge it, you acknowledge it existed, you have it in a historical context with documentaries, video games, stuff like that, but you don't you don't put it on a pedestal because it, it doesn't deserve that treatment anymore. It deserves to be just this thing that was a history, and I think that's. I think that's where you're headed. Yeah, man. Probably true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryan, thank you. Yeah, good show. Good show, man. I I liked what we do here. Yeah, it was nice to talk about the Confederate flag. I'm glad we gave it as much, if not equal, timing to a dead raccoon on the street of, streets of uh, Toronto. Which, I, I mean, it kind of works. It kind of falls in line with the same thing. I think our priorities are messed up. You think so? I do. Sorry. Well, maybe the listeners will tell us. <laughs> Speaking of listeners, info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you should email us. You should. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you too. Big thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for for hosting our show. Please, we like feedback and we like reviews. I enjoy listening to what you find people have to say. What do you want to hear about? This is what I want to know. You can find me at PeaceWickard and Ryan at R Murphy on the Twitter. Ryan, thanks for the show. Thank you, good sir.